Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for joining us along the path today. Hopefully we will together hear what the Spirit is saying in this hour. There's plenty of topics at hand, don't you think? Content should not be any issue for anyone who has any kind of a public broadcast in any form. Blog, radio program, podcast, television. It's kind of like when it's a a tornado outbreak on the Weather Channel. (laughs) There's no end to things to report, right? You, you ever watch the Weather Channel and those guys, if they were honest, man, they get so excited. There's a tornado, there's a tornado outbreak. Everything we live to report is happening right now. <laughs> there's devastation. There's, you know, news, I'm sure, media outlets, news channels, they are foaming at the mouth at the constant barrage of information to report on in the chaos of this hour. And so here we are, our own little version, (laughs) finding little pleasure in it, but finding equally a lot to discuss, a lot of things to talk about. I do want to say that we purposely try to avoid just having mere cultural commentary where all we do is talk about natural matters. It's always intertwined, of course. But we'd like to stay a little bit more focused on things above and uh, set our minds accordingly. Today I'm driving along. I'm doing a little bit of traveling today. Um, I am driving back to the area I used to live in in northeast Georgia. I'm driving down to spend some time with a brother and just see what God would have us do to be, to share in. And I'm just thinking as I'm driving, and there's a lot of things in my mind firing. I won't try to draw you into that, that, uh, speaking of chaos, (laughs) all of the random thoughts of my mind. But as I'm moving now into familiar territory, seeing things that, you know, I only see a couple times a year that used to be very familiar... I'm just thinking, I found myself really remembering (laughs) my life, my journey, where I am now, where I've been, where I may have briefly passed through or set up a dwelling and stayed a while and just reflecting on my journey. And I just quickly got to a place where I was just talking to the Lord about my life. And I just thought, you know what, God? I really am a sojourner. A sojourner. 
Not in the sense that I'm gypsy-esque where there's no home for me and we're constantly moving. That's not been our life of constant movement and dissatisfaction and change. Although there has been a lot of that change. I just never... I just never really feel at home here. Earth. (laughs) In the sense of culture, patterns of the world, the, the thinking of the majority church, you know I just don't really fit in. I used to really revel in that. I used to think that was awesome. Used to think that was really cool. Perhaps tainted with a heavy dose of rebellion and angst perhaps in my younger years. I've got prophetic tendencies and I speak harsh. I'm going to bring a critical word. I'm going to challenge you. Used to be my identity. And although a lot of those same attributes are still present today in my life, they just don't quite bring about the same emotion, same response. Which is a good thing. But it just has caused me to think about over the last little bit as I drive this road, getting ready to enter into the Georgia state line, that I just don't really fit. And if, if any one of you feel that way, you know what that's like. If you listen to this broadcast with any regularity, I get quite redundant talking about humanity's obsession with extremes. The church is no different. She's extreme as well. It's probably as identifiable as it's ever been right here and right now in this, in the patterns of the world that are present right now, this very moment of people taking extreme positions. You know, you have young, white, wealthy teenagers standing up for the Black Lives Matter movement. Well, why would they do that? Extremes. It's a place to fit in. Oh, yeah, well, I want my voice heard, and this voice is demanding to be heard right now, so hey, count me in. Makes sense from that standpoint, doesn't it? From that approach. You've got side-picking, click-endorsing, division all around us, as I'm always saying. What? People trying to find identity. They're trying to find purpose. They're trying to find camaraderie. They're trying to find a place to fit. 
They're trying to find somewhere to belong. I would say most people are just crying out saying, is there anyone who will accept me for who I am? Now this becomes problematic when much of the who we are as humanity is in our fallen condition in the first first Adam bloodline lineage in rebellion in regards to Yahweh God. So you have a lot of little compartmentalized sects of people under a greater whole that are really striving to be unified and striving to be identified together and find a shared identity with someone as they're being individual and standing up for themselves, which is another problem that perhaps we could talk about. And people ebb and flow in and out of different groups, sects, belief systems, and movements. Now, we could talk to no end about this in the world, and then we could shift gears immediately and hop right on over to another track that runs right even beside it, that is the pattern of the church. Seeking identity. Looking to belong. In the religious world, we call it denominations. The segregation of God's people. Well, are they really God's people? Well, for the sake of time, we are not going to open that box of discussion today. It's a valid question. Not sure it can be appropriately answered as none of us know the hearts of men. But it is good to examine and talk about. We have to know who is in the body of Messiah and who is not. But this track runs parallel right even alongside the patterns of the world with the same issues within. Trying to find a place. Trying to find a people. I don't care how individual people are. All of humanity, somewhere in their heart, has a group that they identify with. All the time I hear um, conservatives talk about the Republican agenda, um, elections, you know, all these types of things, and you will hear them, no matter how individual they are, say things like, we, if the Republicans win a a ticket, we won. We won that state. Well, what are they doing? They're identifying with a larger group. They're finding an identity larger than themselves. And so even individual-based people still, without effort, because it is, I believe, humanity, we fall into a category by our choosing (laughs) to identify with, come alongside, endorse. And here's my present personal dilemma. And I touched on this a little bit in the last broadcast where I really laid out my guts in verbal form. (laughs) 
sometimes it's hard to find anywhere to fit. I know the body of Christ is a plurality. I've seen firsthand the necessity of the brethren. I believe it wholeheartedly. I'm presently in a circumstance where my heart is continually expanding with love for the brethren. Specific men and women. And oh man, that's hard. And then why is it hard? Well, gosh, Joel, just hit the gas and give yourself to it, brother. Free, be free. <laughs> love, love, love. Well, that's fine and dandy unless you've done that before and seasons change and the Lord changes your steps again as we talked about the other day. He determines your steps to move. Not geographically, but in, again, to stick with the theme we're talking about, to stick in, to be, let me be clear, to be changed from one direction to another. And there's a shift in who you are journeying alongside. I've shared this with people before, and, and I know, I, I get it, I understand people's, we all have different experiences. And many people, oh yeah, I know, I've, I went to a church one time for 10 years, and then we changed churches, and it was so hard. I don't know their experience in church attendance there. But that's not merely what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about a familial arm-in-arm journeying together that is a bond that is greater than, than mere service attendance. It's a literal shared trajectory alongside other brothers and sisters to literally endeavor to build a kingdom. In men, women, and children. And so, yeah, it's risky to give your heart in absolute freedom to love along this journey. To find ones that are your journeymen. I don't know that I've ever even said that word before out of my mouth. Those who are called, and this is the hard part, right? Perhaps only for merely a season. Yet you are called to literally abandon your will and your way to love these people. I mean love them like the Messiah loves his people, his body. You do it flawed. You do it full of error. We do it full of mistakes. That's, that's, that's a given. But it's risky. And it's the call for the body of Messiah. So to merge all these things I've said together, or at least attempt to do so, as I drive along and I think about my life, I was born in Maryland, 
My dad was in the military. I don't remember anything there. I was a mere baby. I grew up most of my life in central Illinois. I briefly moved to East Texas. I moved back to Illinois. I briefly moved back to East Texas. I moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I moved to Metro Atlanta. I moved to Northeast Georgia. I moved to Southwestern Virginia. We're on a journey. I'm a firm believer in New Jerusalem. There's going to be a a physical, natural, yet new heaven and earth. It's going to be a lot more natural base than I think most Christians are willing to admit is true. Most people want something completely unlike right now because the here and now for many people just stinks. They want Beulah Land. They want raptured and they want a white robe in gold, gold-laden uh, sidewalks to walk on. And it's 65 degrees, and music is playing like Muzak in an elevator. <laughs> but friends, it's going to look a whole lot more like this, I believe, than most people would like to be open to discuss. Because a king is coming. For a kingdom on a new earth. And that will be our home. And so in no way am I saying this earth is not my home in the sense of some heavenly Beulah land fluttering around in the heavens dream world. I'm not saying that in any way. But I'm saying in the natural patterns of the world, the patterns of the world, Not the earth, but the patterns therein. This system is not my home. This culture is not my home. Why in the world are we to constantly pray on earth as it is in heaven? Because they're presently starkly different. They're presently darkness and light. And we are to bring that here into this natural life. Our journey. A sojourner lifestyle. Aliens. Man, I'm reminded, and I'm going to bring this to a close, I'm reminded we're in a couple months ago, and I, I talked about it on one of the podcast episodes. I was probably getting a little fussy. It's talking about how a popular West Coast, or no, nah, it was East Coast, doesn't matter, popular pastor, hip guy, trendy, how he word for word said that there's just a major problem that the, that the lost world just thought that Christians are just weird, and that pastors and preachers are like aliens or something, and how he was here to dispel that rumor. (laughs) And friends, that's the problem of this hour we live in. The church is so muddied up the water 
Nobody sees a distinction because there barely is one. So friend, whoever is in your life right now, ask the Lord, are these the ones I'm to, to be journeying with right now? Like specific as you can get. Because if you have that confidence, then everything else comes underneath that and brings the shalom of God. The peace of God comes. I'm living it firsthand. There's so many specifics I could divulge, but I just won't. Just not the forum for that. You may think I'm transparent now. No, a little bit. In measure. But there are things for us to pursue alongside other brothers and sisters. And man, whoever those people are, if you're in the midst of people who are weeping and crying out in repentance, desiring to be filled with the Spirit and 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 being moved about by the wind of the Spirit in this hour and crying out for this lost world and for repentance to come to the church, then amen. Amen. Make sure those are the people God wants you with and stay and endure. If you don't have those people, man, you better find them. You'd better find them. Because an hour's coming, and oh man, do I have questions. Do I have personal questions for my father? You better believe it every day. Oh, oh, Abba, Father, what, what will I do if XXX? What will we do? I have to believe and rest in the fact that we will know. We'll know the who what and where's when the time comes if we're journeying willingly giving ourselves to where the Messiah is leading us our households and whatever part of the remnant that's now on the earth that yet remains but friend if you're stuck with a bunch of churchified people hiding out with masks on, scared to death to even gather, man, you better think twice. You better think twice. You better know that that's what the Lord's saying. That's no warning or big scary thing. You need to know. (laughs) Is this who we are to be enduring alongside? And if it is, amen. If God gives you direction, that's your responsibility. It falls on us. Men, it falls on you. Lead your home. Lead your home. Don't be a pansy. Don't be a looking at your wife saying, well, honey, what do you think? I don't know. You better know. Don't sleep tonight until you know. Seek the face of the Lord. So friends, we're all on a journey. Can I encourage you to just stop today and praise the Father for the journey you're on and for His hand being evident in your life? If you can't see it, sit down and think about it and just recount the ways and the works of the Lord. 
That's a lot of what the original church used to do. That's a lot of what the church pre-Messiah would do. You you do know the church didn't start at Pentecost, right? (laughs) Let's gather in the assembly and let's recount the awesome works of Yahweh God on our behalf. So friends, remember today. Just sit back and praise the Lord for your journey. We're all on one. May we be following the S-O-N, following the Son, on earth as it is in heaven, journeying through this life, awaiting the next, the new Jerusalem reality, which, man, it's coming. Amen. It's coming. It's coming. Let's live accordingly. Amen. Visit us online at pathtozion.com. Send us an email, would you? Come on now. Somebody fill up my my mailbox, won't you? Pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. Pathtozionpodcast at gmail.com. Man, I've even been considering posting my phone number. If I thought I wouldn't get just bombarded with ridiculous calls and texts, I would do it right now. As I'm beginning to say with regularity every episode, if you want us to come to where you are, please reach out to us. I am, man, I'm wanting to go. I'm wanting to pray. I'm wanting to encourage you. I'm no one special other than I'm a man who's trying to walk in the ways of Yeshua Messiah and actually believe and do what he says. If you're lacking faith, if you're needing health in your body, email email us. Contact us. Facebook. Doesn't matter. Just reach out somehow, some way. Let us know you're listening. If you've got questions, concerns, and challenges, do that as well. Be blessed today in places unseen. Amen.